Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have explicit, honest, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all that we have to offer you. From our entire podcast archive organized by topic in our sex index to our complete suite of online courses for when you are ready to build new erotic skills or go on your next erotic adventure with us by your side. Our self-guided, self-paced online courses cover everything from full body massage to erotic touch to mindful sex and kink and spanking. You'll find it all at PleasureMechanics.com. And as a listener of this podcast, use the code SPEAKINGOFSEX for 20% off any of our online courses. Again, you'll find it all at PleasureMechanics.com. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a concept that's not the first idea or metaphor to come to mind when we think about optimizing our erotic life. And in fact, its opposite gets a lot more attention. But I think it's a really important part of the erotic cycle and the pleasure cycle to honor and to start practicing around. And that's cooling it down cooling it down, cool downs. We often talk about warming things up. And in fact, we have a beautiful episode called Warm It Up. So it's easier to get hot. We talk about setting things ablaze. We talk about the fires and heat of arousal, right? But we don't often honor cool down as an essential phase in all of this. So we want to explore cool down on both the micro and macro, how to practice cool down better while staying in connection. So cooling down our fires is not a bucket of water that puts that fire out. It's a bringing it down to the embers so we can come ablaze again when the time is right. Mm. This allows for us to honor the process that happens in our own bodies and also relationally. So we can stay connected while things, while there's more distance between us, perhaps, or or just when a good thing is over, right. you know, we often like we're so focused on the building, the heat of sex. And then we haven't had a lot of good modeling or training about what to do after sex or even a fight or an intense date or an intense conversation or an intense life event. Right. Like anything that creates a lot of heat and energy mm-hmm. in the aftermath. What then? And I actually think because a lot of sexual shame and patternings around um, having sex under duress in a lot of cases, um, but definitely that shame piece, a lot of times people jump up and end sex really quickly um, or come out of connection, kind of break intimate connection at a really tender, ripe, rich moment and actually create some harm in that phase. So I don't think it's just that cool down is not practiced well. I think that without strategies and techniques for cool down, we can actually hurt one another after a really good thing. Um, And a lot of people need strategies to deal with the intensity of the afterglow, right? So we did an episode on afterglow and, you know, we were mentioning past episodes as always, there will be links in the show notes 
every episode is just like one drop in the bucket of the conversation that, you know, we've been having for 15 years an intergenerational conversation towards sexual liberation for all. Right. But it's like, this is just one thread. So cooling it down while staying in connection, because in that afterglow phase, right, a lot of us have this idealized version of like, in the afterglow of a simultaneous orgasm and you're holding one another beautifully and on heaving sweaty chests and then suddenly magically like cool water and strawberries appear, you know, (laughs) but that's not often the case. Sometimes someone needs to jump up and go to the bathroom. Sometimes hands need to be washed. Sometimes, you know, a cat knocks something over or a child is crying in the other room or right. Like things happen in that afterglow or in that tender phase after arousal or after an intense experience. And so we need nimble, dynamic strategies to cool down while staying in connection. And cooling down can also happen. It's not just after orgasm or something is complete. Sometimes like an erotic charge hits a point of maximum blaze capacity for the moment or for the body or for the relationship. And I want to just kind of keep extending this metaphor because sometimes this is physiological and you just hit an arousal point where you're like, whoa, 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 this is too much. And you need to simmer it down. So instead of getting to that breaking point and then like getting to a total overwhelm or getting um, dissociated, right, which is what can happen sometimes with total overwhelm, um, we can develop strategies to cool it down, right? Because cooling it down doesn't always mean bringing it to a cold point. Sometimes cooling it down is just bringing it to a slower boil. Or to a pause, like yeah. we talked about in our Just a Hold simmer. Me episode. A rolling we, simmer. <laughs> we, yeah, we talked about holding still, mm-hmm. holding still inside each mm-hmm. other, holding hands on bodies, yep. holding each other as a moment of pause to let ourselves integrate the whole experience. Yeah. And I just really want to emphasize there that cooling down can be from like the boiling over of a pot, you know, where that like pasta water is boiling and it's splattering everywhere. And you just adjust the heat a little bit and you get to the perfect boiling point. So cooling it down is not always like, let's bring this all the way down. And sometimes Mm. that's what happens when we don't have these strategies. Oh, I'm getting kind of fiery about this because it's like, (laughs) if we hit that point of, oh, whoa, whoa. And you're like in the lover's mind, it's like, oh, I did something wrong or they're hurting or I fucked it up or they're not into this, right? Like we can get into these sabotage mindsets where we just break connection. Being dropped like that is like having a bucket of water thrown on you. And it's almost never the strategy and it's really unpleasant and it leaves just a sop of like ashes that will, you know, take a long time to ever be ready to go blaze again. God, this metaphor is good. (laughs) Whereas adjusting the heat just a little bit or bringing it down to a simmer, right? So this whole gradient is available to us. And if we want to bring it all the way down, like how do we bring it all the way down at a gentle pace where we both stay in connection Right. So like, I'm just going to go for like a messy metaphor here or a messy example. And it's like, say you're having really great, intense anal sex and like you're both into it. It's feeling great. And then you hit a point where you're like, "Uh oh, it's not feeling great anymore. And you need to ease out of that whole situation. Or this could be like a big penetration or you're in the middle of fucking anything. It doesn't have to be anal. Just had a good image to it. But like when. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) 
when you ease out of that, right, that act of easing out is a cooling down because it's not like pulling all the way out, like pulling, especially out of penetration abruptly. Or if you're in a kink scene, like you don't just like cut the ropes and drop someone Mm. or like stop spanking them like, oh, you didn't like that. Fuck off. Like, no, we don't drop one another in these moments. We don't throw buckets of water on this precious heat, this sacred fire we have been stoking together. We allow it to cool down to the right blaze set point for the moment for the moment and we need to cool it down we need to bring it apart a little bit but stay in connection i just think in our culture we really don't think about this stage at all at all except with some level of like disappointment and there are a lot of like jokes about after sex mm-hmm. like the well you know it's like really gendered like the woman wants something and the dude rolls over and falls asleep like i feel mm-hmm. like that's the only kind of cultural conversation we have about the after moment Mm -hmm. and you're really naming that it's possible to for each of us to potentially get our needs met but still stay in connection like you don't have to be in that deep embrace after if that doesn't feel right we can get up and go to the bathroom and come back but still be like i'm just need to go take a minute i'll be back where you're keeping connection you're allowing Mm -hmm. you're being honest about what you need but still allowing for you to be in relationship in a way that feels right for you yeah and that isn't modeled in our culture really very well Mm. and the range of options there right so when we talk about the cool down the afterglow like that moment especially if we're talking about sex and you've just built an arousal together you've built a fire maybe one or both of you have had a climax or you're just done and you both feel like intense and saturated That cool down phase is a really precious relational phase where people have different sets of needs. And so how do we get more specific? And let's talk about that after we take a break to thank our sponsors for this episode. But I think really honoring this phase creates so much potential for honesty and honoring one another And as we said, keeping those embers alive so we can set one another ablaze or you can stoke a new fire, perhaps, right? Fire is portable. When we think about warm up, stoking arousal and cooling down, there are toys and products and tools to support all stages of the pleasure cycle. We want to thank our sponsor for this episode, likeakitten.com. At likeakitten.com, you can curate your own box of pleasure toys and tools by selecting from their curated categories of accessories, toys, tools, lingerie, and other beautiful offerings that will support you in having a more playful, joyful, and pleasurable erotic life. Go to likeakitten.com to build your own box of pleasure tools and toys and they will ship them directly to you discreetly, but in a gift-ready box that you can present to your lover or open yourself as an act of self-care. For listeners of this show, go to likeakitten.com and use the code PLEASURE for 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping by using the code PLEASURE at likeakitten.com. Thanks to Like a Kitten for sponsoring this episode. One of my favorite ways to cool down after an intense masturbation session is actually by listening to audio erotica. 
in that afterglow of giving myself big orgasms, I love cozying up with the stories and soundscapes from our sponsor for this episode, DipsyStories.com. We love Dipsy so much, we've teamed up to offer you an incredible value on their library of audio erotica, sexy soundscapes, and my favorite, first-person erotic narratives, where the voices come at you like a hungry lover. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial so you can explore the entire library of turn-on. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure for an extended 30-day free trial. That's dipsystories, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pleasure. You'll find a link in the show notes. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure. So I did just mention cool down as part of masturbation. And I think that's another really important thing to honor here is that cool down is important whenever we get heated up, you know, and I'm really thinking about the parallels here between an intense argument or fight with someone you love and in a great round of sex. Like we want to be able to ease out of both while staying in connection and honoring what just happened, right? And so I want to offer a couple phases of cool down. Um, There's the immediate aftermath, right, where you're still like one foot in it, And during this phase, I think it's important to like start the cool down gradually. And I think this is really important after really intense good sex is to like give it space, give it time and honor what just happened. It's an altered state of consciousness. You are on drugs together. But that doesn't mean those drugs and that drug I'm talking about is like oxytocin, endorphins, right? Those are actual pharmacological substances released in our body through great sex and orgasms and touch. So if any of those things have been happening and your system is firing with a lot of arousal, treat one another like you're in an altered state and tend to one another. And aftercare has a lot to do with cool down but it's kind of a whole nother topic so we'll talk more about aftercare in future episodes but there are parallels here um but cooling down i really want to honor that being in this state together and honoring the fact that you're on drugs together essentially doesn't have to mean it looks one way and the one thing we do have modeled is the like deeply embracing on sweaty heaving chests romantic clutch but um that sweaty clutch can be too much for some people or it's not the desired kind of connection and so people drop out and go further away or go right into the shower or make small talk or turn on the tv is like a complaint I get from a lot of people is like my partner turns on the tv immediately after like I'm still in my orgasm basically um so habits like that I think are self kind of self-sabotage habits of jumping out of connection because you don't want that romantic clutch. So how do we develop alt strategies, other options? So my image there is almost like you separate your embers, right? So you're cooling down, but it's like, I'm kind of taking tending to my embers. You're tending to yours. We're like passing some love back and forth, some joy. We're sharing in this. We're staying in connection, But like, what's yours is yours. What's mine is mine. And like, we've had this intensity and now we're kind of pulling apart and cooling it down. 
that's just one option. Another option might be like really laughing together and getting into the joy, right? So if you're like friends with benefits or fuck friends, like, and you don't want to go into a romantic embrace, maybe you dance together or play video games or, um, you know, like eat food together. Yes. Or... <laughs> oh my God, I really want to do an episode, by the way. <laughs> It's just a little parenthetical about eating during sex. Mm. Someone just recently posted about snacking while fucking. And I realized like what a taboo that was like eating while having sex. And I really want to talk about it. Amazing. By the way, if you have any questions you want covered on this podcast, mm-hmm. you want to weigh in about things we've talked about. The floor is open. You can come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash pod and join our pleasure pod members of sustaining members. Throw a few bucks in our hat every month and become part of the ongoing conversation get our direct attention so we can give you curated resources um, so you can explore exactly what you want to right now and weigh in on future episodes. Um, if you want your voice featured on the show, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash hello and record us a voicemail, ask us a question, and we might feature your voice on a future episode. Um, so cooling down while staying in connection. And allowing for that to look so many different ways yes. and for allowing us to be genuine about what we need. If that is some more space, yep. um, feeling like we can create that, but still uh, honoring what you've experienced, mm-hmm. the drugs you have taken by yep. allowing endogenous chemicals to mm-hmm. be released in our bodies as we play together. Yeah. And gratitude. Yes. Yes. I feel like that it's it's valuable to just appreciate what we have shared. Like it is a precious thing to be naked, to be sharing whatever it is you're sharing together and to honor that. We don't have to like disrespect anything mm-hmm. just because it is done. Yeah. And even- and I want to honor the arc there of like immediate after, right? So you're on the drugs, you're kind of in that afterglow thrum together. Then like the, you know, time is passing and into like the evening after the next day, this gratitude, I think one of the ways we practice it is by acknowledging what happened, naming it. It was really fun doing X, Y, and Z with you. We can use these very simple frameworks of gratitude. Thank you for, I appreciated when you, and use text messages or you know, emails or whatever on social media or in person or pick up the phone, even, um, send a letter um, <laughs> or send flowers. You know, it's like, depending on how intense it was, how beautiful it was, a gift might be appropriate, some sort of acknowledgement, appreciation. And again, with specificity, what happened was seen and it matters. Thank you. And then integration, right? Like, is there anything you need from me? Um, did any questions come up? Like, right, like having some space in that cool down for like, you know, debrief and processing. And But integration, I also want to talk about solo because I'm mm. thinking about people who are having solo sex. And right yeah. afterwards, you still want to allow yourself to cool down yeah. and allow integration of that state. It can be a really good time to daydream, to visualize, to think about mm-hmm. what you want to create in your life. Like, you know, like you can utilize that time Mm -hmm. and space and chemical experience for like deep relaxation. Like it's, it's a precious state in the body that we could just give a little care and love and attention to. You know, it's so interesting as we put all this effort into like getting on the drugs, right? Like finding opportunities to get high on sex, to finding partners to like generate this with. And then we don't often honor the state of being high, 
This is such a. Oh, I but isn't talk that so, so about, about sexual shame? That yes. is just like fully about sexual shame, yes. and then having not us not having the skill set. Oh my god, it's like do the be... drug and then pretend you're not high, or pretend you didn't do a drug. <laughs> I'm I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk at all. You didn't have any effect on me. Yeah, I don't I mean... have any feelings. <laughs> and it's so interesting because we talk about playing it cool or like being cool as if you're not like right like in a lot of sex culture it's this idea of right if, if you have too many feelings you're glommy or too much right sometimes that worry about too much is like more more I need more like give me more and more is not always possible or right now or I've got to get back to work or and so the the space in between those two things is cooling it down and holding the connection and holding the embers babe that was great I can't wait for that to happen again what do you need to have a great week Right. And I think this strategy of like naming the time ahead, like I really had an amazing time last night. I hope you have an awesome Sunday and that your week is shimmering. <laughs> right. This some, right. The, what is beautiful about that is you're staying in connection. You are owning your own needs. Mm. You're not asking for anything from them. You're mm-hmm. merely blessing them. The blessing, with- <laughs> the blessing and the praise. Okay. Hold on. I just want to like really name this. Like if you have generated a fire together and it's this like incredible erotic energy we're talking about, and it has felt good to both of you and you're both vibing on it, then yeah, showering one another with these blessings of like, thank you. That was amazing. I hope it's good for you can be a way of like it's again that cool down it's like a nice drafty breeze instead of these buckets of water right it's just all so available to us I just think we're really scared (laughs) of having feelings and of sharing them and of it meaning so much and if we can just own that we have our own feelings and we are independent beings but we can still care for people and care about the experiences we have and we can express that clearly then we're in a different ballpark and we can allow for more connection. A whole different no, but amusement you know, park. <laughs> where there is more fun yes. and play, honestly. Yeah. Because we're not, it's not needy, but it's genuine. And it's honoring of what has happened and what can happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, but just for a moment, what if we have needs, right? Because this fear of being needy, we have needs. And so as we cool it down, if there are things that are sticking, get like uh, there are places to be tended to. Right. Every time I have a beautiful cool down, like in the midst of the cool down, I notice certain things that maybe could have been a little bit better or places I didn't feel so respected or um, places I wanted a little bit more often like that felt really good. And I wished it had gone on longer. That can also be part of the integration is saying like I had a great time on our date. I want more of your tongue between my legs. Mm-hmm. I wish you had stayed there longer, right? Or did you like the way I taste? Because you rushed away from that awful quick, darling. A playful tease that stokes the fires for next time, right? Because another really beautiful thing about the cool down is that if it allows for a next time, like a little shimmer of hope on the horizon, like allows you to hold those embers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some people, if you're in like an ongoing dating experience, like set the next date as part of the cool down. I'd love to see you again. When might be possible? Can we pencil in the 15th and check back next week? Right? That's like, I would like to do this again. And that allows that simmering to be so yummy because it just cycles into anticipation. Right? Like the ending isn't an ending. It's going back into what I've been more and more calling the pleasure cycle. And this is a concept we'll explore more and more together as a community. And you'll find it at pleasuremechanics.com slash cycle. 
But if we look at the whole cycle of pleasure, anticipation is one really beautiful part of that. And bringing your heat and fire down into anticipation and yearning and then making it specific. Like I loved it when you were touching my ass. Next time I would love a few spanks. Would you be willing to do that for me? Right. Asking, making an ask, making a bid for the next time is one way of, you know, stoking the fires during the cool down process and honoring the cyclical process of this all. Yes. So allowing those connections to be made for the next Mm -hmm. experience, kind of the threads to Mm -hmm. continue along. And if there won't be a next experience with a specific person, like owning your embers, right? Part of this is gathering your embers and knowing that whatever you experienced, you can experience again. And that that cool down, that severing with this specific person is not a reflection on your capacity to feel any of those feelings again in the future. They're your feelings, right? Your fire is your fire. Your embers are yours. Your experiences are yours. And so explore this concept of cooling it down after things get hot and let us know how it goes. Solo and partnered. Mm -hmm. We hope we've just given you a little. And in community, we didn't even talk about cool down after Mm, like big community festival events like the conference drop or festivals after big, intense, multi-day cauldrons of fire. Yeah. Sometimes the cool down process is weeks. And if we don't do it, there's a a very, and people call it like conference drop or um, like post drop, um, sub drop, right? After, if we don't do this cool down process, again, that bucket of water can feel, um, really unpleasant and anxiety and depression can come up for people because it it can feel like I just reached this peak that to which I shall never return right and part of the cool down ethic is wherever you have journeyed you can go again Mm. we build our capacity over time we build our skills over time we are iterative erotic beings in the process of becoming always not fixed states right and nothing that can be broken up with there's nothing that can break us we can just tend to one another be in connection explore what's possible and generate pleasure joy and connection with and for each other yes Mm. it's what we're all about here at pleasure mechanics we have 15 years plus of incredible resources for you to explore at your own pace in your own way in your own home Go to pleasuremechanics.com to find it all and check out our online courses when you really want to take a deep dive into learning how to build some incredible erotic fires from which you shall never cool down fully. (laughs) May it be so. Expand those capacities. (laughs) Um, Check out our online courses. Come join the pleasure pod at pleasuremechanics.com slash pod and let us be on your team as you explore your next erotic adventures. Yes. Yes. We love you. Cool it down and then warm it back up. Be in the cycle of it all. We'll see you next week for another episode (laughs) of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We're the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a (laughs) lifetime of pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm.